Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. <laughs> Oh, hey, chickens. Now, I'm trying to avoid some news um, on the internet because, uh, well, let's chock a block. Um, <laughs> the internet is full of spoilers. Um, again, I don't know why I say spoilers, like, um, like toilet. Um, <laughs> maybe that's what we should call spoilers. Toilers. Uh, <laughs> toilet spoilers. Oh, no, that's a very... Horrible image. Um, but there hasn't really been much since the trailer. There are some uh, things purporting to be the new TARDIS online. Um, I know some people have already heard the new Doctor Who theme because it's going to be revealed in a concert next weekend. I think it's going to be on... Is it on Radio 2? Or it's on somewhere. Um Anyway, somewhere in the UK, they're premiering like the big uh, Doctor Who concert that you might have seen photos of the three showrunners hanging out together. Uh, So, that will be out next week. So, we'll hear the new theme. Um, And then it's not long until the show is on, which is kind of exciting. Uh, Anyway, we are making our way through Matt's emails. he uh, he was a little unwell when he was watching series two and three. So look, we'll we'll bear with him. He may say some horrific things, uh, but I'm sure he won't because he's a delight. Um, anyway, he starts with a new Earth, which of course is our first full David Tennant episode because he was pretty much in unconscious in pajamas um, in the Christmas Invasion, as we remember, uh, in New Earth or technically new 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 Earth. Um, oh, no, that was New New York, wasn't it? <laughs> I can't even remember. But New Earth, he says, a perfect start to the season. Uh, familiar territory, territory on New Earth. And a story which is just an incredibly fun romp. Uh, loads of silly fun with body swapping, lift shafts, and the return of the newly stretched Lady Cassandra. Oh, my God, newly stretched. 
<laughs> but Chip, oh lovely Chip, steals the show. More than a few grim moments, especially some incredibly effective makeup on the infected. Yeah, I remember that being spooky. Um, like, who knew that Russell T. Davis was ahead of the curve with scary zombies inside a terrifying hospital? This hospital, however, was kind of clean and a functioning hospital. But how many times have you played a video game or watched a movie or a horror thing that, that just, like, lazily trots out the abandoned hospital trope? Like, oh, like the, like the countryside is littered with these abandoned hospitals. <laughs> like, where are all these terrifying hospitals full of zombies? Um, it is kind of hilarious. Like, hospitals are, like, inherently scary because when you go there, it's never for a good reason. Uh, so, I get it. Like, I get why they're a scary place, but suddenly to make them all gungy and horrible and full of zombies is... Bleh. I mean, the downstairs of this hospital was scary, but the upstairs was uh, the Millennium Centre, the which is in Cardiff Bay, which I went to because uh, it's where, you know, Torchwood was. Um, <laughs> when, when did I go? 2009. So, uh, after this series, like it was when the third series was on. Um, but yes, this is glorious. Oh no, maybe I went 2007. Anyway, it was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> so, Matt continues. Tooth and claw. Absolutely stunning stuff. As usual, the BBC's ability to do period drama comes to the fore and the whole episode looks absolutely stunning. Equally matched by the incredible CGI that brings the werewolf to life. Yeah, I remember that being a really good werewolf. Like, that was a scary werewolf. Uh, kind of wonder why Tennant couldn't use his natural accent as the Doctor threw out. I'd have been perfectly happy with that. Uh, lots of planets must also have a further north. <laughs> Scotland, if you will. Um, fantastic classic horror in a Doctor Who and the genesis of Torchwood. Only niggle is how annoyed Queen Victoria is with the Doctor and Rose at the end. Doesn't quite figure. Um, yeah, because that's setting up her creating Torchwood. I mean, can you imagine if they decided uh, here in the very second episode to go, you know what? The whole British accent thing, we lost the scene of it. Let's just have the Doctor get stuck speaking with his natural accent for the rest of the time. Because it is weird that David Tennant has to kind of like slip back into this peculiar, you know, cod cockney that he does. Because it like apparently there was an explanation scene uh, I've not seen it. Uh, is is it on a special feature? Has anyone ever seen it? Or did they not even, like, record it? Which happens sometimes. Like, things are written. It's like, oh, yeah, that won't fit. Uh, but, yeah, the, apparently there was a scene written where it's explained that because the Doctor has imprinted so much on Rose... Uh, that now he he's kind of like... He talks like her because that's, you know, who he's been spending all his time with. So, that's how he thinks that he speaks like that's kind of happened um but it would be great if you know him you know floating around scotland uh just was like oh no this is how i talk now it's just kind of stuck which would have made things so much easier for the poor love although this was maybe recorded a bit later on <laughs> so it would have made things difficult um but yeah he must be it must be very frustrating for him that you know, Capaldi got to speak in his natural accent, as did Jodie Whittaker, as Will Shooty got one. Um, uh, but yeah, poor David Tennant. He has to be weirdly British. Um, uh, but yeah, the, I, I did love Tooth and Claw. It was a fun one, wasn't it? It was, you know, and the ridiculous splinter and that, 
you know, the the implication that there's a sequel coming up with like Harry or Will's uh, becoming werewolves, like that would like has has have have Big finished on that sequel? Has Russell T Davis hanging on to that? I mean, imagine that's how one of our stories in season fifteen is a sequel to Tooth and Claw. Um, I mean, although. I, I do wonder whether the many times that Stephen Moffat rebooted the entire universe, um, maybe none of these things happened. Uh, <laughs> who knows what happened and what didn't? Like, that's my favourite thing. It's like, what 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 really happened? What didn't happen? I don't know. Um, on to school reunion. Oh, uh, as Matt says, this was just perfection. You are correct, Matthew. It is. Uh, well, to be honest, actually, it wasn't. But you can forgive the rather naff monsters because of the presence of Sarah Jane Smith and K-9. The first really direct reference to the classic era of Doctor Who in the new series, and it feels perfectly timed. I don't mind confessing that this episode never fails to reduce me to tears for so many reasons. The happiness of having one of the greatest companions back on screen, the nostalgia, the knowledge of what this guest appearance would lead to in the form of the Sarah Jane adventures, but also the sadness to remember that she's no longer with us. Our Sarah Jane. Sob. Oh, and Rose's reaction to Mickey coming on board the TARDIS. (laughs) He says a a rude word about Rose at this point. Um, (laughs) And how weird it's never mentioned again um <laughs> she was really thinking about it wasn't she um and also how catty were they with each other like sarah and rose i just remember that being a funny a funny moment it's like oh he must have mentioned me we traveled together for ages. no it's never mentioned no. um <laughs> but yeah it's uh it was such a glorious episode i mean the mickey re- realizing he's the tin dog was a moment um that was so funny. The joy, like David Tennant's joy as a fan uh, in seeing K-9 in the back of the car and also having to then play the Doctor being excited by K-9. And you're like, he was just, he didn't really have to do any work that day. <laughs> he just had to turn up and go, K-9! Like it was the best thing he's ever seen. Because um, we all love K-9. It's ridiculous. Like, you watch episodes with K-9 in it now, like old uh, Tom Baker's with K-9, and you're like, how did we find this the best thing in the world? Because that prop can't go anywhere. <laughs> it's really loud. <laughs> It's just like <laughs> trudging along the corridor. Wow, that's even louder with my uh, blocked nose. Um, but yeah, it's. <laughs> I do. I do, oh yeah, it was so much fun. I do love the Sarah Jane adventures. I feel like you know because I'm time poor, I'm not going to do it. But I would love to do a spin-off podcast where I go back and watch them all because they were just so cute and straightforward and they had cliffhangers they all had cliffhangers it was the best every story had a was a two-parter and they all had a cliffhanger um but yeah oh the glory the joy um oh i would love your thoughts and your theories about this rewatch i'm just loving it so much thank you matt for uh for sending these in this has just been the best fun um we will continue with more of season two uh in the next episode got some cybermen coming up are you excited i'm a bit frightened let's see planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.